0: This is Hannah, this is Rachel, and this is What i Like to Tell People. Have you been feeling curious about connecting with your spiritual side? Are you having difficulty trusting your intuition? It could be time to test your skepticism and meet with a spiritual medium. Three-Eyed Bob offers personalized, intuitive readings to help you better understand your journey and identify the unseen forces, assisting you along the way. As featured on our first episode of this season, Three-Eyed Bob provides a fresh approach to mediumship that focuses on identifying realistic connections to your current life circumstances. Check out 3 eyedbobcom for more information about services offered and to book your virtual reading session today. That's threeeyedbob.com, found in our episode notes.
1: Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. How was your week? I got to see you in person. I was wondering so. if you were going to remember that or not. <laughs> of course I remembered that. While I was cooking before the podcast, I had the new the type of noodles you always make me like you had yeah. you did on for our lunch. So I gotta see Hannah this week and when she made a lovely lunch and yeah, it was a very good week. How was yours?
0: Yeah, it was good and we went to Maryfield Garden Center. Yeah. Like I talked about last week I'm working on a framed moss and so okay. I yeah, so we bought some moss and I started on it. And it took me three hours to do what I did. So which isn't that much, so we'll see. How long it's going to take me to do the rest of it.
1: I I get that, too, with any art project, I swear. You're like, I swear I got all this. And you're like, oh, okie-dokie, yay. Right, yeah.
0: Well, this episode is, I think it's a pretty good episode. It's with Crystal Good, the founder of Black by God, who we mentioned a little bit last week at the end of the episode. And she is originally from St. Albans, which I kind of say that, but we had a really great conversation with her. Really enjoyed it. Happy listening. Hello, everyone. We are here with Crystal Good, the founder of Black by God, and I feel like it should be kind of like – because I saw that it is a riff from West by God, Virginia, so do you kind of say it like Black by God versus just like Black by God, or does it even matter?
2: Maybe I'm overthinking the name, just (laughs) – you know, which, which whichever you feel most comfortable saying. There's, yes. there's no rules on enunciation there. Because
0: you know, I, I'm from I'm from Boone County, West okay. Virginia, and well, so they like you're from Boone County, right? And that's what, like we say, West by God, Virginia. There so that's go. how yeah. I feel like I have to say Black by God yeah. to um, actually like, go. get it out there. Yeah. So because um, that's how my what my dad would always say growing up because. As we know, when you're outside of West Virginia, people have no clue that it is a state Mm -hmm. separate. Mm -hmm. But so um, I did see like you are originally from St. Albans. And when you were 13, you went to New York City to be a model. Like you won a month. That's crazy. And then you like kind of came back for a little bit and then you moved to L.A. And then now you're back again into a, in Western
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, when I was uh, like you know twelve, I won a modeling contest. I went to New York City's and I New York City's. I would spend um, my summers um, and you know, if a job would come up, um, you know, in New York, I'm doing modeling things. And then when I graduated high school early, I like to say that because I'm proud of it. Um, I graduated high school early and um, and I went to Atlanta. Uh, and was modeling there, and so you know, and uh, then I came back to West Virginia in my early twenties and you know did the family thing and you know went to college and had jobs and dreams and all that stuff um and you know wasn't until you know in my forties now that I sort of ventured back out of the state uh, and went to uh Los Angeles, which is kind of crazy during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, that's just kind of the way the world opened up to uh, me and my partner and uh, and now we're back.
0: Yeah. And I saw also that like when you got back, you had an expired license plate of California and you got pulled (laughs) over and like you were asked like which did you like better California mm-hmm. or West Virginia and you said <laughs> you know West Virginia cuz that's like so do you still like do you truly feel that way or was that just
2: Well I like that story because even though I had like 5000 pounds of newspapers in my car that you know they black. Did you lives-
0: give one to the police No no no, no oh. <laughs> I was very nervous
2: about them, you know cause it was like you know if they would see the newspapers and it says black lives matter you know what I mean like I mm-hmm. I was very afraid of that what would sense. happen, but I kind of had this plan that I was just going to tell them it's was for my church or something like that. And, you know, maybe they'd let me go because, you know, black by God sometimes can be a little, little ambiguous there. And like, what, what is this about? Um, but I thought that was such, I think it is such an interesting story because it was really about place, you know, it was really about, okay, yeah, I know that I was driving in a black neighborhood in a new car with California plates and you know, had I been any place else, maybe they wouldn't have pulled me over for an expired plate. Maybe they would have. We can all draw our own conclusions of, you know, what sort of prejudice people get when they're in a uh, new car in a black neighborhood uh, making frequent stops. Cause I'm delivering papers, right? But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I also recognized that what was important to those uh police officers, and this was in Beckley, um Raleigh County, was that I I was proud to be home, you know? And uh, you know, if it, it yes, I am very um happy to be home and doing this work, but West Virginia's hard. And there's just no other way around it. You know, I don't, I'm not one that subscribes to this uh, narrative of, you know, we got to keep our young people here. We got to, you know, do all, because the the truth is I want young people to experience the world. I just want to create a place for them to either come back or to give back. I think it's kind of in so many ways, it's I think the fear is that young people will leave and maybe they won't be able to come back. So, you know, um, there's just all kinds of variables there. But I think what's so interesting about that story is that, you know, if they asked me once, they asked me three times, do you like it better here or do you like it better there? And that was really important for them, I guess, deciding whether they were going to give me a ticket or not. But I didn't get a ticket. And um, I went on to deliver the papers and, you know, kind of have that story with me that, you know, what, what, what is important is that, you know, we, we don't, you know, shame home um, in, you know, that that's, that's very taboo, of course. But, you know, I think for me, there's some truth kind of in the in between, you know, I am, I am, I like certain things about home, but, you know, I I like an economy also, you know. (laughs) Right.
0: No, I, I, I totally get it. So what made you start Black by God? Like, I know it started just recently, right? You are, you've only had two issues. Out,
2: yeah, we just right? had, we just dropped the third. So oh, it is. I saw yeah. that it was coming out soon. Yeah, we've had yeah. three print issues. Um, but I started as a newsletter about two years ago in 2020. Oh, okay. Um, which, you know, is kind of a crazy time to start a um, newspaper in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of, you know, um... What I guess folks will, invent, will you know, mark in history as sort of the Black Lives Matter protests around George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, you know, really a cry out about um, police brutality and, you know, um, and I started a newsletter, um, but the genesis of Black by God is really my 16-year-old dream when I was 16 years old, I tried to buy the last black newspaper in West Virginia. It's called the beacon digest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was on my newspaper staff and on my yearbook staff. And, you know, back then we had to do a thing called cut and paste, which, you know, you will probably don't <laughs> understand, but, you know, um, we didn't have computers. And, and I, I, really thought that, um, I mean, we did have computers, but you know, not in high schools like now. Um, uh, and, uh, and, you know, I just, I, I thought I could do, there were stories that I wanted to tell. Um, and I, you know, started dreaming then about about owning a newspaper. Um, my dad did ask uh, the owners of the newspaper um, if, if I could buy it. Or honestly, I don't know if he really did or not, now that I think about it. But he, anyway, my, my dad came back and said, no, baby girl, they're not going to sell you the paper. Um, but they, you know, did offer for me to sell ads for them and, you know, being the independent that I am, I was like, I'm not selling ads for them. I want to own the thing, you know? <laughs> and so fast forward to life and, and, you know, I'm, I think it's very interesting that the many routes that I've taken, um, between, you know, being a performer, being a poet, uh, in marketing, uh, a writer, uh, an advocate, um, Advocate, activist, whatever you want to call it, um, always centering my work in 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 home in West Virginia and Appalachia and and you know exploring identity there um, that you know Black by God just really kind of feels like the, the 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 coming together of all of those roots which is also part of why I know that you know what's important. Um, For young people and for my children, is that they have different experiences, right? Because you really don't know home until you have something to compare it to, you know? And I think that those things are really important. You know, you hear the stories of, you know, I left West Virginia and I tried to lose my accent or I didn't know X, Y, and Z. You know, it doesn't matter. The lens that we will always look at the world of any person will is sort of, you know, their roots. And, you know, I, my, my partner and I, when we were in Los Angeles, you know, we, we just made little jokes like, well, how far is that? And, you know, cause California is huge, you know what I mean? And he'd say mm-hmm. stuff like, it's like three Myrtle beach trips. I was like, Ooh, that's too far, you know, like right. just, you know, the way that we would reference different things there. Um, you know, in, in sort of like our, our hometown language, you know, um, which, you know, we understood, but nobody else did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I've lived in the D.C. area now like eight years, but I mm-hmm. still I, 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 I've I not tried to lose my accent like I, because my mom's not from West Virginia. So mm-hmm. I think I like but my dad ha- is from Boone County and that's where I grew up. And he has mm-hmm. a very, very thick accent. Um, But I definitely there's like that special place, like just when I cross the border of West Virginia, like your your home, like no matter yeah. like how far you've gone, it's just like something that like has connected us all there and like mm-hmm. we've interviewed different people and like I don't know mm-hmm. and then also I don't know if you ever went into a place in California or just like gone anywhere and then like um John Denver song comes oh, on. Oh in the
2: world. I've yeah been I've, I've been in I've been uh, I've been in Puerto Rico I've been in Spain I've been everywhere and that song comes on. Yeah and it's it, really it was- magical it
0: follows you and then everyone knows the lyrics and i'm yeah. like i i didn't realize that it was so popular until i left west virginia yeah. but um so currently i did have like the paper is currently free right yeah. you just like pass oh, it out which wonderful. i think is, is really cool that you're able yeah. to do that and everything
2: well um, uh, you know i, I it, it will always be free. I don't, I don't believe- Like West Virginians? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, even the way that the media landscape is changing. I mean, it's ridiculous. We're, we're in a war, right? There's well, it's public place. free
1: speech. You know, it should be press, you know, free press. And I feel like we turn it, like you said, as a war and make profit. Off well, of
2: I mean, there is a war in going on in this, in, 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 in on our planet, right? And information should not be behind a paywall. I mean, it's Correct. it's really kind of insane when you think about it, and of course, you know, people are like, well, you have to pay this. Well, you have, to... well, I, I don't really have a solution to that, to the bigger world, but I know that information should be free and accessible if we Correct. want, exactly. um, if we want an educated population, if we want, you know, people. So, you know, I am committed to um, Black by God being free, which means, you know, Black by God might not last a long time. Who knows? But I, um, I believe that news and information um, should not be behind the paywall.
0: No, I think that's really good. And, and you talk about like education, I always say, like, I, I remember reading somewhere, like the best way to control a population is to keep them uneducated. Yeah. And so I think like the more education people can have, and I, I think it's important for, like, everybody in West Virginia to even, you know, read Black by God, because I feel like it, just, like, yes. getting that information into, like, as many hands as possible will really, yes. like, expand the, all the minds and everything. Yes. Yeah. But, like, why did you come back? I don't know if I asked that, but, like, why did you come back to California? Was it because
2: of this, or? Why did I come back to West Virginia? mm mm-hmm. um, Well, yeah. You know, I launched the first print paper, um... In California and it was kind of one of those things you know it's like "Eh, if this works we'll see you know what I mean like but um, I think just the fact that being on a completely different coast launching a print paper dependent on my networks and my resources in the state to distribute it um, the way that that wave of energy just came to me in Los Angeles and I'm not on Facebook either which is sort of like you know uh I mean who's not on Facebook but I'm not on Facebook so the way that the energy came to me about how much people appreciated this paper and believed in the paper and saw the vision you know was really um a catalyst I mean you can't run a newspaper for West Virginia in Los I mean you can you know what I mean but it's kind of unauthentic you know and so um and, and even just sort of setting up the ground. So that was just sort of my test, you know, like if it works, it works and um, it worked. Uh, and so now, you know, I've got three out. So, you know, working on, um, working on another publication, also going to experiment with a magazine um, because one of the things I've noticed is that, um, you know, newsprint turns and, you know, it's great and fresh when it first comes off the print, but, you know, after it hangs around for you know, a month or two, it, it kind of, you know, it kind of, it just starts to fade a little bit, mm-hmm. and, you know, yellow, and and um, I, I want to do um, a magazine style and glossy paper, something that's a little more evergreen, um, and, a, and, and something that I feel um, that can, you know, um, I'll just say this, that can go anywhere, so one of the things with the paper is because it does have you know, some snarky Joe Manchin cartoons and definitely has a political spin. Um, you know, some businesses, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't interested in Black by God being, uh, there, but I'm curious if the magazine that is non-political, that is, you know, full of images of, uh, of Black business owners and the arts and artisans, you know, if that will be received in places, um, The same way. Basically what I'm saying is, you know, you can't argue with this magazine that I'm planning to produce. And so that will be kind of a telltale sign in terms of like, where some places the paper can't go um, because of political narratives or, you know, that type of thing, you know, create another product that could be, in, I hope like the rest areas that can be um, something that I mail to you, Hannah, and you're like, oh my God, this is so great. And you can put it in, mm-hmm. you know, sneak it in like a DC, like a hotel lobby or something like that. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I'm really interested in creating a product that I feel can really kind of go around the world and last, you know, have, have, have just literally physically <laughs> right. you know, stay together and, you know, something, you know, and that's why. I feel like with every issue of Black by God, it might be the last. And, um, you know, with this magazine, something that's um, beautiful and telling and, you know, can can stand the test of time so that when my great great grandchildren find this piece of paper and like my granny did this, you know, Um, and it'll tell a beautiful story. Yeah.
0: Have you partnered with other people to try to help with like funds or things. Yeah. I mean,
2: funding is funding is a constant, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure out that puzzle. Sorry. My allergies are nuts today. Um, First day of spring. It's like, what is going on? Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a lots of partnerships that I'm cooking, lots of things that I'm exploring, you know, um, in terms of like how black by God is uh, sustainable. Um, I'm very fortunate that I became um, part of a organization well, uh, Lion Publishing had a cohort for news founders. It's called Tiny News. And uh, that was just, you know, really the catalyst for Black by God being able to launch. Um, We switched a newsletter platform. So we were on Substack and now we're on Letterhead. We launched um, a website um, and uh, they gave me some funding, some seed funding, about 15,000. Um, and so, you know, looking for more of those opportunities as I figured out, but that's that's really, really the hard thing for any business in West Virginia, any entrepreneur, any startup that's not sort of this tactile brick and mortar kind of space. You know, we're not a thriving uh, entrepreneurship economy. We have very, very little venture capital. Um, and, you know, we have very little, um, Resources, I think, to help um, small businesses and business owners. People can argue with me, but I've been an independent contractor and consultant, consultant, you know, doing my own thing for you know majority of my life, and you know, I'm just now starting to see um, that. You know what? If it's not there, you just have to create it. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping to um, you know create content and 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 conversations that will help. Um, small businesses especially um, uh, black entrepreneurs or those that are already in business Um, that's part of my focus because as I'm building this thing I'm also a part of of this thing you know which is you know entrepreneurship creative entrepreneurship in West Virginia
0: so right now your content do you like I guess it's almost like a volunteer
2: type yes I I mean you know I mean, you know, I, I I do pay some um folks, and I don't mean to like dis dis you know some folks pay some folks, but you know f- I don't pay for opinion pieces. You know what I mean? And I have a lot of opinion pieces. I always think of each <laughs> each each newspaper is like an anthology. You know what I mean? Like it's like um so, you know I get a lot of uh, opinion pieces, and then you know I work with like today. I'm very very proud of an article that just launched on Black by God. It's about black mental health. Um, by a wonderful um, um, young reporter named Hadiza, and she lives in um, Parkersburg, West Virginia. And oh. you know, I, it's it's one that I, I really want to push out because it's important. And uh, part of the way I see Black by God is how can we not only bridge the information gap but also be a resource for people. So with this article, not only do we tell the story of you know the challenges um, and opportunities for um, Black mental health, um, but you know, and through the eyes of black therapists in West Virginia, we also have a really, um, an open doc, um, of, of resources so that we can start to, um, you know, Hey, there's this therapist over there. There's this over there. There's this organization over here. Did you know about this? So, you know, that's, that's, um, you know, when I work with, um, you know, reporters that, uh, you know, we kind of are thinking about what articles uh, do we feel is important right now. You know, I I raise money and then I pay them and then I pay the graphic designer and then, you know what I mean? And then I pay for whatever tools um, those reporters may need from certain times it's a certain software or, you know, some folks might need a microphone. I mean, it's all kinds of different things that pop up. But yeah, it is definitely a hybrid of, you know, uh, the work that I'm able to contribute, yes, yes. There's Aww. a kitty cat here. Her name is Daughter, and she is my daughter's cat. So, oh. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, but, you know, the, the, the you know, the average startup cost for a newsroom uh, in America right now is $300,000, and, you know, that's a big number, um, and, you know, I think it's okay for Black by God to to be ambitious um, Mm -hmm. and see that um, as a possibility because that's what it takes. That's what it takes to run a newsroom, to start one up. Um, That's what everybody else out there is, you know, applying for this grant or, you know, raising VC capital or, you know, doing fundraising, you know, and so I'm not scared of that. I think, um, you know, that's, that's right now I'm trying to you know, raise enough donations and, you know, kind of talk to different funders and grant makers so that I can kind of get, so that, not that so I can kind of get, so I can get the runway because I feel like for two years, I've kind of put the sweat equity into it. You know what I mean? We've made a certain lot of sacrifices. There's some loans out there, you know, things like that to prove that this is important because that's the one thing yeah. that I know you have to show people, right? Like I could come in with the best PowerPoint and I could tell you what I'm going to do, what I want to do. I don't have to do that. I can show you what I've done. Right. And Mm -hmm. then as a funder, as a donor, you know what I mean? As um, you know, someone that, uh, you know, is into entrepreneurship and small business, you'll, you'll see the work that I've done and and have an opinion about whether or not, um, you know, you want to support this. And I think, uh, with what Black by God is doing is also providing a service, you know, also, uh, you know, the resource list, things that, you know, you normally won't find. And the difference is that we're centering the Black community. And, um, you know, I think it serves as an, as an example of of, of of how rural media and how media for um, underserved communities, you know, how the mistakes I'm making and the wins that I'm getting as an example for all across America, um, you know, and, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, that folks will see that and and support that, you know, not just as like, Oh, let West Virginia thing. No, 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 no. West Virginia is no different than any other place. Like, you know, there's black folks in Iowa, there's, you know, small groups of people, you know, lots of forgotten BIPOC people all between like all the cities, you know? And I think that that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. And, And I hope people will see that. And, you know, so that's how come, you know, I kind of feel okay. Like if I make a mistake, it's okay. That's a mistake that I can tell somebody else, don't do that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're in a good spot, like where it's like you're fresh and new and you can Mm -hmm. just like, just throw a bunch of things on the wall and see if it sticks.
2: Yeah. And do it fast. Yeah. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. Like magazine, you know, experimenting with, you know, YouTube and TikTok, all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah. And as you said, like you don't just have to reach um, the people of West Virginia, but just, like, all over. Is
2: yeah, like- I mean, the beautiful thing is folks like yourself, like expatriates, you know, folks that don't live in West Virginia are really supportive of Black by God. They want a way to look into home, right? Mm-hmm. And they want a way that's not just, you know, our goofy governor showing his dog's butt on TV. You know, like, they want – um, I did say that, and that's okay. You don't have to take it out. I'm okay with you know being flirted. with baby dog. Well, what is the I don't like. That. Yeah, baby dog. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, don't Google yeah. it. Yeah, um, but you know, people outside, people that have left, want a way to look in, and I think Black by God offers you know some hope, some history, and you know some some calls to action. You know that I am hearing. Um, people appreciate and so there's a whole community there's a whole group of expatriates that I believe are looking for ways to like keep in touch with home and also ways to you know give back whether that's commentary or what's really important is creating networks you know so that people will know somebody in DC or you know so and so because I don't think we've really sort of even thought about how to organize that Um, in terms of, you know, like a young person graduating from high school that needs an internship, you know what I mean? And there's a West Virginian Mm -hmm. that's been running a company in such and such town for 30 years. And that's a phone call, you know, hey, Mr. So-and-so, this kids graduating, you got an internship. I mean, I think expatriates would be over the moon to create those opportunities um, for young people. And so, you know, that's kind of on my vision board for Black by God in terms of like, how do I start to organize um, the expatriate readers and really help that funnel into a space that is, um, you know, creates a network um, of, I don't know what you call it, sort of like, a, I don't know, career mutual aid or something like that, I don't mm-hmm. know.
0: Yeah, and I think also, like, talking about, like, the ex or the ex, you know, like, the people mm-hmm. that have lived there, like, we, well, at least for me, like, I'm proud that I'm from West Virginia, and it's really hard with, like, the current media to be, like, well, why are you proud to live there? You know, like, people see what West Virginia is on the news versus, like, what, like, there are some really great people and really great places, but they don't get recognized, so I think it's really great that this could, you know, show that there is a little more out there than mansion yeah. and yeah. like And even to ourselves,
1: you know. Oh, we also mm-hmm. have this podcast that has many people like yourself that came on from West Virginia. So we can, mm-hmm. so yeah. Like, yeah.
0: No, and I, 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 yeah, I just think it's good to, you know, try to get that information. And I, I agree, like if people Um, are able to see different opportunities, like, you know, high school students in West Virginia are able to see like opportunities elsewhere too, like, and not being like forced upon it. But like when I was younger, I mean, I know it's not about me, but like, I didn't know what else was out there or like job Mm -hmm. opportunities. And I feel like that would be really great to kind of like showcase things like that and give people opportunities.
2: I'm hopeful. The opportunity section, you know, whether that's you know, and and, and I think for me, it kind of the, the lowest hanging fruit is just being able to broker, you know, summer camps and 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 scholarships and things like that, especially maybe in industries that um, a lot of uh, low income white folks and black folks don't necessarily see themselves in, from technology, you know what I mean, to um, other spaces where you know, um, there's. You know, you didn't know about that summer camp, so you didn't get to go over here and meet the scientist and then decide that, you know, that's what you wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. much of media and information is just exposure. You know, you can touch things and look in and dream about things or, you know, get curious about things. Um, it's that, 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 that first touch point.
0: Yeah, well, you can't be it if you don't see it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's very important to have that. So where do you think – so I know the magazine is next, but if the magazine – hope when the magazine is successful, mm-hmm. I will talk, what are your, like, goals and plans?
2: You know, I really want to see Black by God um, the – you know, as, as I see it as a publishing entity so that we can do many things. You know what I mean? So maybe, you know, I don't see myself as, like um, – Creating a podcast. I see myself as the convener of many podcasts, you know, creating a platform so that we can amplify what other folks are already doing. Um, I definitely see the newspaper side of things um, uh, perhaps becoming a cooperative. Um, I think that that's the way to do it um, so that there's, you know, so that the people are kind of managing and running the paper. Um, you know, who knows if that's doable or folks are interested, I'm kind of throwing the, the idea out there. Um, so yeah, um, publishing many things, you know, I think for me, um, I have lots of dreams and ambitions. This is just one, you know? And so, you know, I love being in LA and working, um, in, you know, those big creative ideas around Production and different ways to tell a story through film, through documentary, through doc series, you know. So, you know, I'm learning a lot um, about storytelling um, and and, I'm, you know, kind of curious to see how I can scale that up.
0: Are you documenting and like filming your process? So, like, one day you can can kind of create a documentary.
2: yeah, a filmmaker named Ashley York. She created. Um, she and um, um, the other director's name is escaping me right at this moment. Um, did a film called Hillbilly. It's on mm-hmm. Hulu. I love to say Hillbilly on Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. Um, um, I have a little little commentary in that, and so Ashley and I have been in touch since uh, since since the Hillbilly film. And um, throughout the pandemic, um, we just worked on creating a doc series, which is just kind of a working title right now called Dear Appalachia. So we can kind of explore some of the nuances across Appalachia. And so, yes, we've been shooting um, bits and pieces of Black by God. We shot a little bit of the paper route. Um, With me delivering papers. We shot a little bit um, this last issue, which was a legislative Black history issue. And I dropped it in the Capitol um, during legislative sessions so that every lawmaker in the building got a copy of Black by God. And we did it around Black Policy Day, which was an event that um, Black by God helped create. Um, And it was huge. It was, when I say huge, I mean, you know. (laughs) It, it, it was historic in the sense that uh, the people that work in the building and a lot of our um, seniors um, said that they've never seen that many black people in the Capitol in their lifetime. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. so I was really proud um, to be a part of creating that energy. Um, so, you know, we got a little clips and, you know, um, so we're working on, you know, cr- trying to put that out as a little short, a um, little teaser to kind of show folks like what this doc series could be. Um, and it's just such a wonderful medium. I mean, it's a tough medium. Um, but I, I just feel that I'm such a visual and aural learner, you know what I mean? Even though I'm a writer. Um, but I I just think, you know, um, there's so many different ways to create content now. And, um, and I'm very interested in that. And, you know, I, I'm going tonight after we get off here. I'm going to clean up a little bit and go do a little stand-up comedy. So I, oh. I, I tinker around over there too. I'm where not. You, but where do
0: you do that? That's
2: at? What's funny? Well, I started doing it in California, and um, I think you know just where I can find sort of like an open mic here. I'm in Morgantown, so
0: oh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't realize you were in Morgantown. because I thought you were like in Charleston. I'm or... in both. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever been to any comedy places in Morgantown, but I love, like, I went to Marshall's, so I was, like, in Huntington a lot, oh, and they yeah, had, like, the yeah. funny bone and things, mm-hmm. do, but, um, yeah, the well, hopefully that goes well, too. Yeah, you, it's fun. it's a good challenge. Do you, so you just recently started doing it? Like, it was something you were just, like, I'm gonna...
2: Yeah, in California, I went to an open mic, and I was, like, they're not that great, I can do that. And, you know, the fun part of being in California is I can tell West Virginia jokes in California. And if they're not funny, then I can kind of blame it on like people don't know. So it's a different thing to kind of like uh, do my little spoofs and spins on um, West. It's, it's more, it's, I don't think I tell like jokes. I tell stories, you know right. what I mean? I just kind of do like a little, some political commentary on stuff and, you know, just sort of make fun of myself. And, you know, I just enjoy the challenge of, of being in that space. I think it helps me be a better writer, a better storyteller, you know, um, a better listener.
0: It's time to talk about tea. I'm going to spill the tea. No, I'm going to talk about the t-shirts and merch we have for sale on our website,
1: www whatidliketotellpeople.com Oh man, I wanted to hear some juicy gossip but I do think our t-shirts are pretty juicy. Even though it is getting warmer outside, people can still buy our hoodies for those cool spring days. People
0: can also receive 15% off by using our listener code "Telling People" found in our
1: episode notes. And back to our show! Crystal, what would you like to tell people?
2: Well, please follow Black by God. You can find us on the Twitters at Black by God WV. You can find us on the Instagrams at Black by God WV. But please go to Black by and subscribe to our newsletter. It's free and read our content. And uh, and please, you know, send us your opinions, send us your announcements Um Tell us you love us. Tell us you don't love us. But uh would love to hear from uh, your listeners.
0: No, that's really awesome. I, I I don't know. I think I've subscribed. I've been following you on Instagram for a while because I was yeah. like, oh, I really, you know, want to like, I didn't know it was you necessarily, but I was like, I really want this organization right. on the podcast. Um, But I will make sure to subscribe. And we'll also include all the links for everybody in the episode oh. notes. So that Thank way. They can click right now while they're listening on everything so they can subscribe. And but thank you so much for coming. It was nice meeting you. Thank and thank goodness. you for coming on last minute. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you,
2: Rachel. Thank you, Hannah. No problem. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, yeah Have cool. fun tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you you want to hear my th- joke? You want to hear the joke? Yes. yes please. Yeah. Okay. So the one that the one thing I know that I'm going to say is so we're just coming off the Appalachian Studies conference, right? And, you know, I've been going to this conference for about 10 years, you know, and it's it's not unusual with this conference, you know, like you walk past and there's a random like fiddle circle, banjo circle, you know, people are knitting in, you know, in 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 the workshops. Um, so I'm just, you know, you hear a lot of interesting things. And, you know, one of the stories that I heard was that there was a, um, it's a tiny town in Eastern Kentucky, and they're very proud of the fact that they have, both dollar stores, right? I guess they have Dollar General yeah. and like Dollar Tree, right? Or maybe another dollar. I don't know. They have both, <laughs> they have two dollar stores and they're very mm-hmm. proud of this. So um, there was a rival high school football um, game with another Eastern Kentucky high school and their buses were beside each other. And you know, you get rowdy when this, your rival school is on the bus next to you and they're yelling back and forth. And so um, one, the school that does not have um, the $2 trees yelled out of their yellow bus that um, you don't have a Walmart, right? That was their joke. <laughs> you don't have a Walmart. You don't have a Walmart. So the other school, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. The comeback was, you don't have a super Walmart. You don't have a super Walmart, right? <laughs> and so... I believe that the double dollar tree, excuse me, the double dollar store town was clearly the winner in that. Oh. <laughs> yellow bus challenge. So I'll work on that. But that's I what. thought you were going to say you don't have $2. <laughs> that would but be funny. The thumb back was, well, you don't have a super Walmart. And I I think that there's a lot you could unpack in that. Like, mm-hmm. why would you just shame somebody because they don't have a Walmart? Right? <laughs> my, ta- my
0: hometown didn't have a Walmart, but we had a Magic Mart for a very long time. Yeah,
2: you know, you right. shame someone because they don't have a Walmart. But I love that the double... Dollar store town was like you don't have a super Walmart, so you know get over yourself. And then also, you know that comeback to me was sort of like you know how petty and how rude. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. are really no better than we are, right? Like yes. So I'll work on that, but I'll tell that story. Yes,
0: no, I think it's funny, and also like that talking about like being in West Virginia. Like I'm from Boone County, and like mm-hmm. even like going to Charleston, like people would make fun of me from Boone oh, yeah. County, and I'm like, we're all from West Virginia. Yeah. You leave, you leave this state, you're gonna get made fun of too. So I don't yeah. know why you think, you know. You well, know, that's
2: that's part of what we humans have to figure out how to get out of this class and caste system, and you know, yeah. start really believing that there is enough. Right, I mean mm-hmm. you know, that there there is enough. I mean we've all seen the memes and you know seen the things that there's you know there's enough food on the planet for everybody. There's enough. Um, you know, we're conditioned to the scarcity mentality and we're conditioned to these systems of caste and who's better than who, and this is proper and this is not. But you know, those are all forms of control. Um, that you know, even the binary really keeps us in so much you know conflict, whether that's Democrat, Republican, or whether that's you know, now we know that there's no such thing as you know, gay and straight, you know what I mean? Like, we know that there's a spectrum of things, and we really need to kind of like learn to, um, you know, I believe kind of understand the middle there, you know, and, and, and our collective humanity and good grief. I don't know. It might take a war, might take aliens coming in. I don't know what it's going to take for us to, you know, figure out that we truly are all, you know, of are this humans. planet and of this place. And, you know, we, 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 we just love this hierarchy. Um, And that's why I'm very careful. Um, You know, when people are always like, well, you know, you know, the God didn't make me homeless. I'm so thankful. You know, I saw a man on the street and and they're down on their luck and it made me appreciate what I have. And I think that if you really unpack that and you think about like, you know, why do you have to feel good about what you have because somebody doesn't have?
1: You? Exactly. This is
2: a very common narrative. In I was all thinking
1: people. though, yeah.
2: And so, you know, my practice is that when I see people that I might – have pity for, you know, I try to use my creative imagination and see them enjoy and health and wealth, you know what I mean, and and happiness, and rather than offering if all I can offer you is the pity and something that makes me feel better about myself because you don't have and I do. You know, that that's that's a we're we're taught that very early as children, you know, and I think there 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 that that alone can be reframing like you should never feel um, you shouldn't have to find gratitude in someone else's loss. And I think that, you know, even in this conversation around West Virginia, I think that majority of America feels good about themselves because they're not West Virginia, right. Mm -hmm. Rather than seeing, you know, that, um, you know, your, your abundance, your whatever makes you feel, uh, uh, better than or grateful for, you know, at someone else's loss or expense is, is really gross.
0: <laughs> that's what, unfortunately, that's what it is. And that's why we have the problems we have, because we are always trying to find someone who's worse off. So we can feel better. I mean, just like they you know, when you're having a horrible day, the saying is like, "Well, there's someone who's having it worse than you," yeah, and that's supposed to make you feel yeah. better. This makes you feel
1: yeah. worse. Like, don't compare. Like, everyone well, has some their people own makes issues. them help them
2: glide on through. But I think that's you know such a such a weird sort of way that we humans sort of like you know inventory ourselves in terms of back to sort of like good or bad, and you know, yeah. we're always on this binary and. Um, And it's been
0: happening for thousands of years, like, you know, in India, the caste system is Mm -hmm. just like so ingrained into their society. And it's just and it's trickled down to America. And well, I guess the world. So it's like, I don't know how we go about changing it. But I think little by little. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's It's going
2: to have to take a big old something. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful. The global pandemic might do it, but, you know, we'll try again. Well,
0: you know, as the saying goes, like, oh, well, we're all on the same ocean, but we have different boats. Like, some people are in their yachts and some people, you know, and that's what the pandemic really showed is, like, the people in their yachts really did. They got bigger yachts and the people that were, you know, on life preservers are hurting even more. So, but yeah well thank you so much uh, enjoy your um, open you. mic tonight and um, yeah I'm excited to see what will happen with Black by God I, I really hope that the magazine's successful and I can't thank wait you. to flip through the pages thank for years you. to come thank so. you
2: alright bye bye
0: this seems like a great time to pause and tell everyone to subscribe so they will
1: be notified of our next episode It isn't like you have anything else to do, right? Exactly. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Stay healthy, everyone. And now, back to our show. what did you think about this episode? Well, as I always, I
0: always have to say when the person's from West Virginia, I, you know, absolutely love their episode. People are probably, as I always say, sick of hearing it. But I really, you know, I enjoyed listening to Crystal kind of talking about her love for West Virginia. And even, you know, when she went to California and back, like, you know, West Virginia, as she mentioned, West Virginia is a hard place, but it's a place that we want to make better and being from there, you know, wanting it to be better and wanting the people in the state to be better and to be informed. And I think she is doing an amazing job. And I I did enjoy also listening to her cat named daughter that uh, I feel like was very much a part of the interview as well. But I, I thought it was good. I thought, you know, like, uh, we learned a lot. I can't wait to see the magazine come out. And I, I hope to have one in my possession when they do um, come out and just to see where black by God will go. Because I think it's, you know, a really cool kind of like media thing. Because, you know, she said she sees herself not hosting a podcast, but like, being a place for podcasts podcast, like multiple podcasts to be. And multiple like platforms. And I just think that is so important and so amazing. And I think she's doing really great work and I hope it continues. You know, she's three issues in with Black by God. Um, and I just hope that it, you know, continues and in years from now, you know, she, she wants her like great, great grand kids to see what she's done. And I hope that it's still in existence. Whenever they see it, that it's not just something that faded away, but it's something that they can be like, oh, here was the first couple issues, but it's still happening. How neat is that? Um, And so I just – and I I hope that her comedy stand-up went well um, in Morgantown the other night and everything, but I really – you know, I was – I've been following – The Insta black by God's Instagram for a while. I didn't know it was her and I did mention that. And so I was really excited uh, when she reached out and said that she'd be on the show. And then she actually was a last minute get like, um, she, we were trying to find dates and someone canceled and she was able to like slide right in. And I feel like it worked out for the best. And I was really excited to, to talk to her. What did you think about this episode?
1: It was great that we, uh, had her too especially you know having a last minute guest you never know right no I'm just kidding we always have wonderful guests but um honestly it was a really awesome episode too because like you said um like you summed it wonderfully too because you're having information too uh and receiving information is very important no matter where you are and especially like you were talk, we were talked about in many episodes too with West Virginia too that sometimes like West Virginia gets overlooked, right? With over, for getting information and having like, we would talked about having larger art museums, etc., cetera, et cetera. And I feel like having these developed magazines, you know, having magazines, newspapers, having information getting out there and having something like her, having these resources available to people is wonderful. So I really like that. And I love that she'll have podcasts on there and having all different types of media. I think that's just, a really cool concept too. And I checked more of a, the website out too recently because I didn't get to as much uh, right before the episode, obviously, because it was the last minute. but. Wow, it's a, really, it's a really interesting concept, like you said, and I love that you have local people talking, too, so it's all voices heard, too, because, of course, it is local, but you know what I mean, like, from all over, too, and people submitting, so I like that you have submitting, and then you have her also talking to others, so it's a great information, and I'm really glad, too, that, uh, you know, I'm part of West Virginia. I feel a little part of it now, somewhat, every time we uh, talk to our guests, so, yeah, uh, that's that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes. No, and I and I really enjoy when we get to talk to someone from West Virginia and get to kind of showcase like a local business there or something and kind of get out a little bit to some people that may be listening that have never made it to West Virginia and really understand the culture there because it does have a culture. Um, and I feel like, you know, when you are from West Virginia – and you meet somebody else from West Virginia, no matter where you are in the world, like you have that connection with them. And it's just that um, something that's kind of unexplainable, I feel. And and so I just like to to share a little piece of that, even though I'm not living there anymore. But I'm excited also for next week. So we're getting ready to interview Michaela Pence. And she is the founder of Mix Media Jewelry. And I went to college with her and So I am very excited to kind of talk to her about her jewelry line. And so tune in next week to hear more about that.
1: What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our
0: show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more lists.
1: Go to our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes.
0: Until next week. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.